All right, welcome back to the Fit-ish Project. Uh, today's episode, we are going to be talking about fitness tips for busy people. So obviously, this is called again the Fit-ish Project because you know you are a regular person with a job. You know you might have kids. Uh, you got other things going on, and you know you're probably a fairly busy person, like most of us are. So you don't have hours and hours to be dedicating to the gym. You want to keep things time efficient and effective as possible so you don't have to obsess over this stuff. But you still want to get results, right? You still want to look good, feel good, perform inside and outside of the gym. So we're going to talk about some tips that you can use to uh, get the most bang for your book, especially when things get a little busy, which tends to happen at different phases in life. Again, you know, there's just things that come up, whether it's kids or, you know, other family issues or work stuff. Um, there's always going to be things that come and go that cause us to not have quite as much time as we would like. And uh, we still want to make fitness and health a priority, uh, even with that time that we do have. So I thought it'd be a good episode to talk about five tips when it comes to, you know, helping people with getting to their fitness goals who are busy and don't have quite as much time. And uh, yeah, so we'll kind of get into it. Some of the things that I'll talk about in this episode here is like how to get results and make progress when you have less time, uh, how to prioritize fitness when things get crazy in life, which again, that, that happens. It's just they're bound to get crazy at different times. And then another thing we'll talk about is how to eat in a healthy way when you are busy or on the go, because those things uh, seem to be some of the biggest issues that I see come up with, especially with people who are, you know, everyday normal people with other things going on in their lives. You know, how, how can we stay on track? How can we eat in a healthy way? How can we still get our workouts in? How can we make sure that we're still prioritizing ourselves and our fitness, you know, while still being able to do everything else in life that we need to do with work and families and relationships and all that good stuff. So we'll get into it. Tip number one, uh, this is probably the most crucial one, and this is where I see the biggest difference between people who make good progress and people who just really don't make much progress or tend to spin their wheels, and that is to plan ahead. I cannot say this one enough, plan, plan, plan. It's essential to plan because especially when things get crazy for a lot of people, the first thing that goes out the window is typically your health, which kind of seems backwards because we know if we have good health, you know, if we're sleeping, if we're taking care of our nutrition, if we're moving our bodies, uh, drinking enough water, all that stuff that, you know, our basic healthy habits that we feel better and we have more energy and, you know, we can actually produce better in those busier times. But for whatever reason, that that tends to be the first thing that goes out of the window. Um, so being able to plan ahead of time is a big deal. And if you can do that, you will often find that you can stay on track a lot easier. And it's not such a difficult task to find, you know, time to get those things in and stay on track with nutrition and, you know, perform those healthy behaviors. Uh, for example, I know, like for me, you know, being a teacher and a football coach, that's a, obviously a very busy time for me. Oftentimes, I'll start my day at 530 in the morning and not get back home until, seven or seven thirty. So if I haven't planned out my week ahead of time, then it makes it very difficult, you know, to get those workouts in, to eat in a healthy way, 
and to maintain those, you know, healthy behaviors and make sure that I'm staying on top of my health. You know, so simple things like, again, planning your workouts. Um, one thing that I typically like to do, especially when I get really busy and I don't have as much free time is I'll sit down like on a, a Saturday or a Sunday. And this really doesn't take all that much time at all, but you just kind of look at your week. What do you have going on as far as work? If you have kids and what they have going on, friends, relationships, all that stuff, just kind of look at your week and see where you have some, some pockets of time where you could get some workouts in and schedule those things in your calendar, like physically put those in your calendar. Because a lot of times, you know, again, if you're busy and you do not plan and prioritize those things, then they are the first things to go. But when you put those things in a calendar, you know, you it's making it a priority for yourself. You're making sure that you, you know, give that time to yourself because you know that it's important. And again, if it's in your calendar, then you treat it as something that is, you know, a priority. Whereas if you just think, uh, I'll whenever I have some free time, I'll just get the workout in. Um, so, you know, I'm not sure when that free time will be. Uh, maybe it'll be, you know, after work or on the weekend or whatever. But oftentimes, again, if you don't plan those things, especially when you're busy, you know, maybe you're getting a little, you get a little tired, you get done with the, the day and it's not in your calendar and you're thinking, uh, you know, I thought maybe I'd work out, but I didn't really plan it. And, you know, I'm kind of tired. I'm just going to, you know, hold off and I'll get it in some other time. But if you put that thing in your calendar, you're more likely to stick to it. You're more accountable to it. And I know it seems like something super simple, but when you actually physically either write it down or like put it into your you know, electronic calendar, it, it will make a difference. So that's just a simple, simple, easy you know, tip that you could do. Uh, another thing, you know, when you do put those things in your calendar, if you can tell somebody like whether that's a training partner Maybe you're working with a coach. Uh, maybe it's your you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, husband, whatever. Just let them know when you plan on working out because, number one, that lets them know what your actual plans are. And number two, it's going to help hold you accountable just by letting somebody else know. You, again, you're more likely to do it. Also, just understanding when you are planning your workouts during these busy phases in life, your workouts may not be quite the same as when you do have as much time. Again, for me, like during the football season, uh, I typically will work out like two to four times, probably closer, I guess, to three to four times a week. But the time that I spend in the gym is typically a little bit less. So normally I would spend, you know, close to an hour, sometimes a little bit over an hour in the gym for sometimes five times a week. But during the football season, I kind of cut that back down to like three sessions, sometimes four a week. And it's more closer to like 35 to 45 minutes in the gym just because, you know, that's what I can manage at that time. And that's what fits into my lifestyle. And that is what is doable for me. So I don't stress over that. And it's not something that you should stress over because you can still make really good progress if you're being consistent. And when you make sure that, you know, you're doing the things that you need to do, um, you know, your intensity is good. You're doing good exercises. Your plan's all structured out. You know, you can get a lot of good work in, in that little bit of time. So don't stress too much over, if you're not getting in the gym as much as you would like during those busy phases of life, because you can make a ton of good progress in, you know, a solid hour of strength training throughout the week can go a long way in, you know, maintaining your fitness level or maybe even helping you progress depending on, you know, what your level is of fitness. And if you're a beginner or somebody who's maybe a little bit more intermediate, you can still be making some pretty good progress in the gym just by getting in there, you know, for an hour, hour and a half total throughout the week doing some strength training. Uh, 
So again, for most people, this may just be a phase where you're at. And, uh, you know, if it's something that kind of comes and goes throughout the year, like you're not busy, you know, 24, seven, 365, like you just have busier times in the, in, within your year, you know, maybe it's busy because of work or whatever, you know, if you're going through those different phases, maybe it's a month, two months where you're a little bit busier again, like me during the football season, it's like, you know, a three month period where I'm really, really busy. I cut back and I'm not really trying to make a ton of gains throughout that time. I'm just trying to kind of maintain and, you know, make sure that my body's still feeling decent and I can still continue to perform those good habits so I don't get out of routine. And just because, you know, it makes me feel better mentally, physically, and I want to get those benefits out of it as well. So um, I don't stress about it too much about making tons and tons of progress when I'm super busy, because again, I know that as long as I'm maintaining, you know, getting some good movement in, um, putting some good work in that I'm still going to be able to, you know, maintain and I'm not going to go way back, which is the fear that most people have, especially when they get busy is they're like, I'm not lifting as much as I usually would. I'm not working out as much as I would or you know, doing as much cardio or whatever. Like, am I going to lose all my progress? And the answer is no. It takes a lot less to actually maintain your progress than it does to make progress. Um, and I think the, you know, the science is anywhere from like 25 to like 50% of what you would normally do can cause you to maintain. So, you know, if you're lifting an hour, um, three times a week, if you're during your busy phases, if you're getting in half of that, so maybe an hour and a half total and you're hitting it hard, you know, getting some good work in, you're still going to be able to easily maintain, you know, the muscle you've built and a decent amount of the strength that you've built and, you know, some of those fitness gains. So don't stress over it too much. Just get in what you can and uh, kind of move on with it. Tip number two kind of goes right along with this, but this is meal prep or at the very least meal plan. Again, this is kind of part of part of that first one, but planning super important. Again, like I said, when we get busy, typically first thing that goes out the window is health. And obviously, even when you get busy, you still need to be eating. You know, you eat two, three, four times a day. So it's important to make sure that you prioritize, you know, what you're going to be doing. And when you get busy, typically what we all go to, I guess I should say, is we want convenience. We want what is going to be the quickest and the most convenient. And oftentimes when we go for the quickest and most convenient thing, it isn't typically the most healthy thing. There is things that you can make that are quick, easy, you know, fairly healthy. Um, but a lot of times that's not the route that we go. When we get busy, a lot of times we'll go for, you know, ordering fast food, maybe getting some takeout from a restaurant, you know, you can call ahead, get that stuff doesn't take a lot of time, or we typically go for the highly processed foods that you know, we have in our cupboards that are very quick, typically like snack type foods, you know, you just go to the cupboard, you grab like a snack, something that's, you know, not super nutritious, typically a little bit higher calorie, easy to eat, but it's quick and fast. So those are the things that we go to. Versus if you're somebody who kind of meal preps ahead of time, or at the very least, like I said, meal planning. So I'm a big meal prepper. I really enjoy it because, you know, it takes a lot of the guesswork out. I can spend, you know, an hour on Sunday making a bunch of meals. And then I know throughout the week that I'm going to be on point with my nutrition. I don't have to spend as much time making each meal. So you save a lot of time when you're doing meal prep. And again, just that convenience factor makes it so nice because a lot of times like you'll get done, you know, maybe you had a long day and you were thinking you were going to make this, you know, healthy, nutritious meal when you got home, but 
you're tired, you're not feeling it, you don't have a ton of time, you just want to eat something, go to bed. So instead of having that meal prep of veggies and some protein and you know some carbs that you have that or that you could have had in your fridge, you opt for the fast food on the way home, which is going to be a lot more calories and make you know sticking to your nutrition goals a little bit tougher. So meal prepping again, huge fan of it. And you know if you're not somebody who's ever tried it. I would say give it a try. You know, there's tons of things that you can do. I'm a big fan of like crock pot meals. They're super quick. You know, you grab some protein, chicken, some type of beef, you know, pork, anything like that. Throw it in the crock pot. You have a bunch of protein sources throughout the week that you can use in different ways. You know, there's also things that you can do just as far as like quick breakfast options. You know, you can have protein shakes are pretty quick protein bars. You can do like Greek yogurt with protein powder in them oats with protein powder. So there's there's some options that you can do. You know, you can make eggs ahead of time if you're somebody who enjoys eggs. And there's other quick meals that you can do too. You know, there's lots of people out there that make tons of videos about, you know, quick meals and, you know, simple things that you can make that don't take tons of time just as far as meal prepping goes and quick meals go. Because again, as humans, we love that convenience factor. So if you're like me and you don't really enjoy cooking all that much, meal prepping can can go a long way. And just a quick kind of tip for you on the on the healthier snacks, you know, again, you're not always going to be able to meal prep or maybe, you know, you missed it for whatever reason and you didn't get it done and maybe you need some quicker, healthier type snacks. Fruit is always a really good thing to go to. Veggies are another good one if you're somebody who likes raw vegetables. Uh, protein shakes, like I mentioned, can be pretty solid. Protein bars, you know, as long as you're getting some solid ones that aren't just filled with tons and tons of calories and have a pretty high protein. Uh, Greek yogurt is another favorite of mine. Uh, high protein, you know, it's filling and obviously it's right there. You don't have to really do anything to prepare it. And then cottage cheese is another really good, quick, high protein snack, typically lower calorie that you can munch on that's not going to, you know, set you back too far as something, something else that might be a lot higher calorie. And then again, if you're not somebody who meal preps, you know, like physically makes the meals ahead of time, another thing that you could do is at least, you know, meal plan. So maybe you're somebody who has a little bit extra time and you don't really like meal prepping for whatever reason. Some people don't like it because, you know, they say it's they can't get enough variety with it um, or they just don't, you know, really enjoy eating the same thing for multiple days in a row. Like sometimes people will say as they get towards the end of their, their meal prep meals, they don't really think it tastes quite as good, which I don't really have that issue. I'm not super picky in that way. Like I'll eat the same meal for, you know, five meals, five days in a row and not have an issue with it. But, you know, I get it. Some people don't really like that. So at the very least you can meal plan. So whether you're typing it out on your phone or writing it out physically by hand and like hanging it on the fridge or something, have an idea of what you're going to eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for each day of the week. That way you at least have it written down. You know what you're going to do. Um, you don't have to spend a bunch of time trying to make a decision, figure out what you're going to eat. If you know what you're going to have for breakfast, lunch, dinner, make sure you have those ingredients on hand. You can make it quick. And then at least that way you have kind of a plan and you're not just, you know, randomly eating whatever sounds good that night or picking a fast option um, or something like that. So that is tip number two, uh, meal prep or meal plan. Again, if you have not tried that and you are somebody who is busy and is pretty serious about fitness goals and either has aspirations of gaining muscle, losing fat, I will say that 
meal prepping can be a huge, huge help. So something to think about, maybe something to give a try. Uh, tip number three, be efficient with your time in the gym. Obviously, if you're somebody who's busy, you don't have tons of time to be dedicating to the gym, you know, just because you have different things going on. And one of the things that I have seen as a trainer and, uh, you know, just in my own training is that there's certain things that you can do that can really speed up your workouts and still get a super quality workout in. Um, and we'll go through some of those tips. But again, like if you only have 30 minutes, you know, 45 minutes to put into the gym, you need to make sure that you're making every single one of those minutes count and that you're not wasting a bunch of time in there, you know, doing things and socializing and, you know, all this other stuff. You want to make sure that your time spent in this gym is actually well spent so that you're getting the most out of it, getting the most bang for your buck. Um, so we'll just talk a little bit about, you know, being efficient with that time in the gym. So number one, again, you want to make sure that you're not wasting time. So using a timer can be super helpful. Um, that's one thing that I've done. And since I've had that in my own personal home gym, I always start a timer whenever I start a workout. Because number one, it helps you, you know, knowing how much time you need to rest in between sets, that sort of thing. But if I see that counter counting down from, you know, 40 minutes, 45 minutes, I know exactly how much time I have in the gym. It keeps me on pace and it keeps my tempo up so that I'm not wasting a bunch of time and I'm getting the most out of my workout. So something simple that you can do, you know, start a timer on your phone as soon as you're in the gym. If you got 30 minutes to be in the gym, set a 30 minute timer. Make sure you keep track of that thing. Look at it in between your sets. And again, it will help keep that tempo up so that you're getting plenty of work in and that you're making sure that, you know, you're not just wasting time in the gym. Another quick little tip when it comes to being efficient in the gym is to use supersets for exercises. So, you know, a superset would be like you take two exercises, you're doing them back to back, and then you would rest. Whereas on just a typical traditional, you know, set, you would do your set, you would rest, you know, two minutes, whatever, two, three minutes, you would do your next set, you would rest, same thing, repeat. But when you superset exercises, um, you will do an exercise, Basically, your only rest is the time that it takes to start your next exercise, and then you would rest for your two minutes after you complete both sets of two different exercises. So, for example, let's say that we're you know doing a total body uh, routine. Let's say that we're doing dumbbell chest press, and then we're going to superset that with some pull-ups. So I hit, let's say, my set of chest press. I would basically put that, put those dumbbells down. I would walk over to the pull-up rack. You know, maybe take a second or two to kind of gather myself, get ready for the exercise, and then knock them out with very minimal rest. I do my pull-ups, and then I would rest for my two minutes. So when you're doing that, the nice thing about that is that you typically want to do it with exercises that you can um, kind of use different muscle groups on. That way, while you're using one set of muscles, you're letting the other rest and kind of recover a little bit more, and then you go hit that other exercise the other set of muscles is kind of recovering and then you take that bigger rest at the end and then you're good to go. You know, you got your catch your breath a little bit, you know, you're ready to hit your next set, you're feeling strong, all that good stuff. So it allows you to get more work done in less time. And again, it's just more efficient. And I typically use supersets with myself and with clients that I have just because, again, not everybody wants to be in the gym for hours and hours. So it's a good way to kind of speed up the time a little bit, get plenty of, uh, good quality, productive working, and uh, still making sure that you're allowing yourself to recover in a proper manner. 
Um, another tip, use quick warm-ups. So if you're somebody who is trying to be super efficient in the gym, you don't want to spend 10, 15 minutes warming up. If you only have 30 minutes to be in the gym, you don't want to spend 10 to 15 minutes of that, you know, doing warm-ups. Use super quick warm-ups. You can do easy things, you know, like if you get in there, get on a treadmill, run for two minutes, hit a couple quick stretches for two minutes, and then you're into your workout. Or you get in there, you hit some body weight movements for, you know, three minutes, and then you warm up on your first exercise, and then you get right into it from there. So when I'm like short on time, I will spend no more than five minutes warming up. I get in there, get my body temperature up a little bit just by doing different movements. Um, sometimes I ride the bike. Sometimes I'll just do body weight movements. Uh, sometimes I'll do like a quick little band circuit or a kettlebell circuit, and then I just get right into it. So again, you don't want to be wasting a bunch of time on warmups if you only have you know, a certain amount of time to be in the gym. Focus on exercises where you get a lot of bang for your buck. So what I mean by this is doing your compound exercises typically are going to be the best because you're working multiple muscle groups at the same time um, versus like doing a bunch of isolation stuff. So if I have 30 minutes to be in the gym or 45 minutes to be in the gym, if I can do bigger compound movements, you know, like your deadlifts, your squats, your RDLs, uh, pull-ups, bench press, um, you know, lunges and that sort of thing. If I'm getting those bigger exercises in where multiple muscle groups are involved, I'm hitting a lot of my bases and covering a lot of those things that I need to be getting done versus like if I just go in there and, you know, I'm hitting bicep curls and then I hit some tricep extensions and then I do some lateral raises, like all those movements I'm just hitting mainly just one muscle group versus in those bigger exercises where I can be hitting multiple at the same time. And again, getting some good work in, in a shorter amount of time. And then the last one on this one and be on being efficient in the gym is to follow a structured plan. I've seen this so many times when I was a trainer, I would see people that would go in there and you can always tell the people that are following a structured plan versus the people that are just kind of doing whatever they want. The people that are following a structured plan, you can tell because, you know, they're doing something, they're resting, then they're on to the next thing. You know, they're doing something, they're resting, they're on to the next thing. And you can tell that they kind of have a plan. It looks more methodical. They're in, they're out. They're not wasting a bunch of time um, versus the people who kind of just go in and do what they want. Oftentimes they'll like, you know, they'll do a set here, then they'll kind of wander around a little bit. Maybe they check in their phone, they're on their phone, they're socializing. Like when you go in there with a structured plan, you know what you have to do. You're going to waste less time and you're going to get a better workout. You're going to be more efficient and you're going to see better progress. So always have a structured plan. Um, and if you don't know what that looks like, you can always message me. I got plenty of templates that I can share with people um, just to give you an idea of what that actually looks like and get you going in the right direction. But follow a structured plan. That is a an easy one to do. But again, it makes a big difference. So that is the third one, being efficient with your time in the gym huge one there. So number four, uh, this one is kind of, you know, some people may not agree with this one, um, but this is just from my personal experience and from working with different people. And that is trying to get things done earlier in the day. So one of the things about, you know, especially when you have a lot of things going on, when you're busy, when you have a family, when you have kids, when you have a busy job, that's sometimes unpredictable. When you have, you know, just a lot of obligations that you have to get done throughout the day it's hard to plan for some of that stuff. Like, you know, you may have, you know, a plan to work out after work or maybe in the evening, but something pops up. Maybe you have to go pick a kid up or, 
you have somebody that needs you for something or the workday goes a little bit longer. Like those are sometimes things that you can't really plan for. But if you can work out in the morning, um, you know, maybe plan your day. Uh, maybe you do a little bit of meal prep in the morning, um, whatever, like use that, use that time early in the day when you know you're going to be less distracted. Uh, you don't really have to worry about interruptions, like people calling you, um, that kind of stuff. You can use that time in the morning to just use for you. There's less distractions, you know, like, especially for people who have kids, this is a big one. So I've worked with quite a few people who have kids in you know, when you have kids, I don't personally have kids, so I can't speak from experience. But, you know, I know that kids are a lot of work and they take up a lot of hours in your day and they take up a lot of energy in your day. So if you can get up, you know, and use that time to yourself where you don't have to worry about kids or worry about work or worry about other obligations, you know, before, you know, the day starts, you're much more likely to get those things done. Um, and I read a book, I think it was called Eat the Frog or Eat That Frog First, something like that. Basically, the whole concept was do your hardest thing earlier in the morning because once you get that, it kind of gives you momentum. You feel good about the day. Plus, you're going to have less distractions. You typically have the most energy and most focus earlier in the day. And so it makes it a little bit easier to be more consistent and make sure that you're getting that thing done. So it's not always easy to get up in the morning. You know, nobody, well, I shouldn't say nobody, but a lot of people don't really like getting up super early in the morning and working out and doing that sort of thing. But if this is a priority for you, sometimes you have to make those sacrifices and you have to do things that you don't love doing. I personally, it's not my favorite thing to work out in the morning. Um, I always feel good after I do get up, you know, a good workout done in the morning and start my day with something super positive and feeling strong and feeling confident. And, you know, just knowing that I did something hard in the morning and got a bunch of good benefits out of it. But it's still not my favorite time to work out. I would much rather prefer to do it in the afternoon. But again, sometimes my schedule doesn't allow for that. And I know that if I can get it done earlier in the day, a lot of times, then I don't have to worry about other things coming up where I can't really control those things. Um, so if you can get those things done earlier in the day, and I've noticed like an example of that for me, like if I get my something that I've been trying to work on a little bit more in the last year, year and a half is to do more uh, mobility work and you know stretching. And I've noticed that if I can do that like real early in the morning, that I'm much more likely to actually do it versus if I wait later on in the day to get that stuff done, I'm less likely to get it done. Because again, you know, after I get home, I've worked out typically, um, you know, I've been at school or been at work for nine, 10 hours, um, get home, typically have some things to do around the house, maybe run some errands, stuff like that. Um, and then you just kind of get done with your day and you just want to relax and that's how a lot of people feel with, you know, working out. Again, some people are great at working out in the evening and that works for them. It's obviously not a one size fits all. But if you're somebody who like plans to get that stuff done later in the day and you just it just doesn't happen as much as you would like, like things come up or you just don't do it, then I would consider maybe trying to get that thing knocked out first thing in the first thing in the morning. You know, when you don't have those distractions, when you have more time, when you can, when you can be focused and just put in that work. So that is an, that is a huge option or um, you know a solid option that you can try out or that you can use. Obviously, again, it's like I said, it's not a one size fits all, and some people are you know super busy from the jump. Um, so another option that I've also used with with people who are busy or you know have kids and just don't have nearly as much free time is to use small pockets of time throughout the day to like get some exercise in, 
or, you know, maybe do some mobility, go for a walk, go for a run. Um, because the thing is, you don't need a ton of time to get in some good exercise, get in some good movement. You know, if you have 10 minutes, you can knock out quite a few body weight movements, you know, push-ups, sit-ups, body weight squats, that kind of thing. You could go for a jog for 15 minutes, you know, you could go for a walk for 15 minutes. So sometimes you don't have a ton of structured, big chunk of time throughout the day. You don't have that 30 minutes or 45 minutes or an hour that you can, you know, fit into every single day. So if you can find small pockets of time, 10, 15 minutes, maybe, you know, after you eat or um, wherever that may be, you can fit in some good work into that amount of time. Um, so don't est underestimate that too, because, you know, if you find 10, 15 minutes, a couple times throughout the day, you knock out some good workouts in, uh, get some good movement in, maybe you hit, you know, 15 minutes of just push-ups and body weight squats. And then later in the day, you go for a 15 minute jog, like that's some solid movement within your day. And that kind of stuff adds up throughout the course of, you know, a week. And one thing that it really helps with too, that I've, that I've mentioned a little bit is just to kind of help with that mental momentum, you know, keep that thing going so that you keep all those good habits in place. You're continuing to move your body, continuing to make it a priority, and you just feel better about the day. Like if you get 30 minutes of exercise in versus zero minutes of exercise in, like you're going to feel better with that 30 minutes, right? So just finding ways that you can, you know, utilize those small pockets of time throughout the day, because I promise if you look even the busiest of people, if you look throughout your day, you're definitely going to be able to find 10 to 15 minutes um, throughout your day in different areas. And if you don't believe me, just look at your screen time on your phone. And I promise you that you will be able to find time in your day by putting that phone down because the average person is hitting, you know, anywhere from like three, four or five hours of screen time. So you look at that screen time and you tell me you can't find 10 to 15 minutes of free time. And I will tell you, you are not being real with yourself. So just something to think about utilizing that time that you have and maybe, you know, trying things, getting those things done in the morning or just finding those smaller pockets of time. And then my last tip for you um, is have the right expectations going in. And this is more so just around the mindset of things. And, you know, as I've done more of these podcasts and, you know, talk to different people, coach different people, uh, been in, you know, been involved in fitness and training and coaching people, the more that I realize a lot of this stuff comes down to mindset. Um, because a lot of times, you know, people know the things that they should be doing, but we struggle to do it, which to me comes down to the mindset and having that things, having the mindset in the right place and, you know, being in a space where you can get the things done that you want to get done. So one of the things that people struggle with when they get busy is this idea that they, if they can't get into the gym, you know, five, four or five times a week, you know, for an hour or more that they aren't going to get much out of it. And if you've been listening to me at all, you know that that's absolutely not true. As I said earlier in this podcast, a solid hour of strength training can go a long way. A solid hour of cardio throughout the week can go a long way. Um, so it doesn't take a ton of work to get a lot of the benefits, whether it be, you know, some of the mental benefits or the physical benefits, you can get some good quality work in, in, you know, minimal time. So understand that just because you're not in the gym for five hours per week and you're not hitting every single meal, like you can still, you know, do things that are going to help push your fitness in the right direction. I've coached people who, you know, are really busy uh, with work, have kids, the whole deal. And those people find time to get in the gym, you know, two or three times a week. And those people can still make really good results as long as they're being consistent, you know, their diet's on point and, you know, their intensity, their 
their intensity is good. They're working hard. They're doing all the things that they need to do. So it doesn't take as much as you think. Um, so just make sure that, you know, you're prioritizing those things and that you're just being consistent with it. And it's not always easy, as I said, but it's it's definitely possible. And then the last thing that I will mention on this point about, you know, having the right expectations going in, like even the most disciplined of people, you know, people that are busy, but they're disciplined, they have a good schedule, you know, they get their workouts in, you know, they're, they're pretty on point with their nutrition. Even those people, they slip up sometimes, you know, they fall off track a little bit, things come up that they have no control over. That happens in life, you know, there's things that that pop up that we weren't expecting that cause us to you know, get off track a little bit, miss workouts, maybe miss meals, and it's not a huge deal. Just understand that getting on track is, or getting back on track as soon as possible is ideal, and you don't have to wait, you know, necessarily to the next week or even the next day to get back on track. If you miss a meal or maybe, you know, you have to eat out for whatever reason or maybe you choose to eat out for whatever reason, like getting right back on track can be done in that next meal. If you go out to eat for lunch with some coworkers because they all asked you to and you you know you thought that is what you wanted to do, um, that's perfectly fine. But just get right back on track with your dinner and you're good to go. You know, if you miss a workout because something popped up, maybe you had to work longer hours and you couldn't get your workout in that day. Well, maybe that night you want to hit some push-ups before you go to bed. Or if that's not the case, then the next day you're getting your workout in. It's not as big of a deal as People often make it out to be as long as you get back on track as soon as possible, then you're still going to be in good shape, you know, missing one workout or missing one meal or whatever. It's not the end of the world. And then lastly, just as I always say, just remembering that doing something is going to be better than nothing when you're busy. Sometimes you just got to adjust, be a little bit flexible and kind of do you do what you can, you know, with the time that you have. So if that means that you can only get half a workout in then get half a workout. And if that means that you can only, you know, get certain things done, or maybe you can only, you know, get two workouts in, in the week instead of three, then do that. If you can only hit your nutrition, you know, 70% of the time because you're just crazy busy. Well, that's better than hitting it 50% of the time. So understanding that, you know, again, something is always going to be better than nothing. Do not take the all or nothing approach because that is the fastest way to, not make progress and to get in a bad funk and get upset because you know you're not seeing progress you don't feel great you don't look great so continue to do the right things as much as possible keep that mental momentum rolling and as long as you can be consistent you know most of the time and do those things you can still see pretty solid results and uh you can be busy and you can still make progress you can still look good still feel good all that stuff so just understand it's possible um and it's something that you can you can do. So uh, hopefully this was helpful. Um, you know, I know, again, a lot of people are busy. You know, you have busy lives. You have a lot of things going on. But, you know, we still want to feel good. We still want to look good. You know, we still want to look like we work out. We want to have that you know nice body that we look in the mirror and we're proud of. We want to feel good when we wake up about ourselves. But, you know, you're busy and you have a lot of things going on. So using some of these tips uh, is a way that you can do both those things because you absolutely can do both. You know, I've figured that out for myself in the last couple of years that it is possible to do both. And now I've been able to help other people kind of achieve that, that balance and be able to do both as well. So something to strive for. It's not a, uh, you know, it's not an overnight fix and there'll be some trial and error in there, but play around with some of these tips, incorporate, you know, maybe one or two of these things and uh, see what you can do. So 
as always, uh, in conclusion, I appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Rate and review if you have not done that. Again, that really helps. Appreciate you, um, you know, sharing this with people and help getting this out to more people. Um, and uh, if you have different topics that you want to hear about, you know, things you want me to talk about or explain or touch on, then make sure you message me on Instagram is probably the best way. But that is all I have for now. Um, until next time.